Good afternoon, I'm Al Cresta. Joining me is Lewis Brown. Lewis serves as the executive director of the Christ Medicus Foundation, a Catholic healthcare nonprofit whose mission is to share the healing love of Christ in healthcare by defending medical conscience rights and religious freedom, helping to expand access to Christ centered medical care, and providing a Catholic healthcare community that cares for the medical needs and whole health of individuals and families. Lewis received his uh, Juris Doctorate from Howard University School of Law in Washington, D.C., and he's worked as an attorney in private practice, as an associate director of social concerns for a state Catholic conference. He worked on Capitol Hill as a congressman's legislative counsel and liaison to the U.S. House Committee on the Judiciary, and as a political appointee at the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Lewis, good to have you back here. Thanks. Always great to be with you, sir. Talk to me about this project, the Heart of Christ Clinic. Uh, I know you're involved in many things, but I'm curious to hear how this is developing. Sure, yeah. It, it, we're, very, uh, we're very passionate about the Heart of Christ Clinic. The Heart of Christ Clinic is uh, a collaboration uh, to provide Christ-centered medical care to pregnant mothers, children, and families uh, in Southeast Michigan. It's a collaboration between the Christ, the Christ Medicus Foundation uh, and various other pro-life and Catholic organizations, health entities in Southeast Michigan mm-hmm. to provide more medical care to pregnant mothers, uh, to their unborn and then born children, uh, and to families so that people may not only have care but encounter Christ uh, in their medical care uh, and receive the healing that they need, not just to uh, save uh, pregnant mothers and their children, but also uh, to heal uh, them, to be instruments of healing for them in their physical health, in their mental and emotional health, uh, and ultimately in their spiritual health as well. So it sounds as though this goes beyond uh, pregnancy, just pre- pregnancy assistance. Right. We're talking about pre- uh, primary medical care yeah. uh, for pregnant moms, four children, four families, uh, and our vision uh, and what we're working to launch uh, is a medical clinic uh, that provides some of the best care that a family can get in Southeast Michigan, so much so that uh, you might have a uh, struggling pregnant mother and her family going to Heart of Christ Clinic for care, but you also have someone uh, of, of means that can go anywhere for their care coming to Heart of Christ Clinic uh, because the care is so great, the hospitality is so great, the encounter with Christ is so wonderful uh, that families are uh, coming here for your care on an ongoing basis, uh, creating another center of evangelization uh, for the Catholic community and for non-Catholics in Detroit, but centered in Christ. So this will be a stand-up facility, is that right? Yes, a a brick-and-mortar facility. Uh, to be uh, in our planning to be located uh, near the Basilica of St. Anne in Detroit. Okay, very nice. Um, I'm just curious, have you put money on any property yet, or have you had a Yeah, no, this is, I mean, this is, you know, this is in motion. I I, I want to, um, (laughs) you know, we're we're exercising some level of discretion, but uh, this is very much in motion. Uh, You know, we've been, we've talked about this at various uh, public venues, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, a collaboration of a lot of uh, the Catholic and pro-life community in Southeast Michigan coming together to say that even as we 
um, fight for legislation that's pro-life at the federal level, even as we beat back all of the political and cultural ramifications of Proposal 3 uh, in Michigan that's devastating, we have to provide more care. Um, and as much as it's important to provide resources for pregnancy, and that's vital, uh, a, a necessary continuation uh, of that care we provide is actual physical medical care uh, to pregnant moms and to children and families. Mm-hmm. Very good. Let me uh, switch gears just a little bit here and talk to you about uh, the amicus brief that you've uh, filed uh, along with the Susan B. Anthony list uh, in support of a preliminary injunction against the abortion drug Mifepristone. Right, yeah, that's that's very important. Um, we were blessed to join the Catholic Healthcare Leadership Alliance and several other pro-life groups to file an amicus brief. What happens? What happened is, is this, Al, uh, an important new organization, the Alliance for Hippocratic Medicine, filed a suit uh, in, te- in federal court in Texas uh, against the FDA saying that the drug mifepristone never should have been and should not should no longer uh, be uh, approved. Uh, What we said as Amike, along with several different organizations, uh, through the work of some wonderful lawyers that filed the brief on the behalf of the Christ Medicus Foundation, the Catholic Healthcare Leadership Alliance, and others, uh, is that uh, the history uh, and the reality of mifepristone, which is a drug that can be used uh, to to, uh, cause an abortion, uh, uh, through uh, the means of, of, a, of ingesting a drug, that this never should have been approved. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a federal law that has creates certain requirements um, that FDA must meet in order to approve a uh, drug of this nature. Uh, that Those requirements weren't met here. Uh, and so we believe that FDA's approval of this mifepristone drug uh, violates existing federal law. But furthermore... What our amicus brief said is that the reality uh, with this drug is that informed consent isn't really possible, that this drug is failing uh, women, that the approval of this drug fails women. Uh, and Of course, it fails uh, their unborn children, but it, it fails women because we are not being honest with the American people, with pregnant mothers, about the reality of mifepristone. Uh, it's a horrible history. We're failing women. The drug should never have been put on the market. And then what we're seeing, particularly under the Biden administration, is an increasing rollback of all of the safety measures uh, that were should have been placed around mifepristone such that women could understand what they're getting themselves into uh, by taking uh, this drug. So that's an important thing. Mifepristone should never have been on the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, it violates federal law that it was approved. Uh, and we should be uh, honest uh, about health and safety, if we really care about women, if we really care about the health and safety of women, mm-hmm. then the fish ground should never have been approved uh, to be on the market in the United States. Those, those who uh, favor abortion, even champion abortion, are anxious to have approval because once uh, this becomes, it's already provided uh, maybe 40, 50 percent of abortions. Once this becomes fully accepted, though, in their mind, the abortion uh, battle is over. Once it becomes so convenient that you can just walk down to your local uh, pharmacy and get these drugs, in their mind, they've won. It's over with. Right, and I, I, I think 
and 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 we're we're contesting that. I mean, right. we believe right. again that the FDA illegally approved uh, mifepristone for use as uh, an abortion drug, uh, and that the FDA is failing to enforce mm-hmm. the safeguards necessary to ensure uh, in, informed consent. Uh, what we say in the amicus brief is that there's no way that informed consent can be achieved because, uh, in part because uh, the Biden administration has permitted this drug to be shipped uh, by pharmacies uh, so that uh, uh, pregnant mothers uh, aren't even uh, required to see a medical professional before Mm -hmm. having access to this drug. Uh, That means that um, in many cases, uh, pregnant mothers are taking this drug without even knowing the reality behind mifepristone. It also means that, in, in, uh, sadly and tragically, most likely in some cases, women are receiving this drug who may be coerced, uh, who may be manipulated or worse. Uh, this is very bad. This is not who we are as Americans. When the FDA puts its name on a drug uh, in the United States, we believe that it means that it's safe. And if you look at the awful ramifications on a, from a medical basis of what mifepristone is doing, that's not consistent with what we've been telling the American people. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know uh, when do you think this will be re- resolved or when it will be decided? Right. It really could be decided based on what we're hearing and, uh, you know, in the, in the pro-life uh, legal community, the advocacy community, really any day. Okay. Uh, and so it's something to pray about. It's something to be aware of. Uh, of course, you know, Al, we both believe is, is uh, people that believe in ethics mm-hmm. uh, and people that believe in the chemical, uh, scientific, biological reality of life beginning at conception. Uh, we believe that abortion uh, is unthinkable, that abortion is never necessary, that it shouldn't have no place in American society. But even if one tragically believes that abortion should be legal, uh, this pulls back the veil on the lie that abortion is about the dignity of women. There is this approval of mifepristone. The abortion industry support of this drug shows that there is zero uh, compassion uh, for pregnant mothers within the abortion industry. It's all about the dehumanization and the objectification of pregnant mothers and their unborn children to make a profit. Uh, this case clearly shows that that reality uh, and it's tragic, and we need to speak out about it. It's the um, you also. I, I saw you released a statement in response to the State of the Union message. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about what the president said there that uh, required you to respond? Yeah, I I think that you know um, as we pointed, this is you know as we all know, this was the first State of Union State of the Union a couple weeks ago um, that has occurred. Uh, in a world where um, the Supreme Court has recognized that the Constitution uh, does not provide a constitutional right to an abortion. This is the first State of the Union that we had a few weeks ago uh, in which Roe v. Wade is not the law of the land. The law of the land with regard to the abortion question under the Constitution is the Dobbs decision. And, you know, it's vital that we as Catholics pray for the president, support him where he's right, um, speak out where he's wrong, the same with Congress. And abortion just isn't health care. Um, he articulates this as an issue of justice, but in reality, uh, abortion is an injustice. At a minimum, what we hope that we see 
from this administration uh, and at the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, we hope that we see a protection of religious freedom and protection of medical conscience so that people of faith, uh, people of ethics that are in the medical profession can practice uh, the principle of doing no harm. Yeah. Lewis, thanks so much. How do people stay in touch with you and follow the work that you're up to? CMFCuro.com. CMFCuro.com. Thanks, Lewis. We'll talk Thank again. Thank you so much. Good to be with you. Lewis Brown, again, CMFCuro.com.